shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. From this morning. Amen. How many of us enjoyed that SOC session? It's getting closer and closer to what I was envisioning. Amen. Yes, the interaction, the teaching, that combo. Um, praise God. Uh, my daughter Jimmy, God has blessed you. God is blessing you. The Lord will strengthen you. The Lord will cause you to be more faithful in all things in the name of Jesus. The Lord will cause grace to come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. You will increase in stature and understanding. And all of you that's anchoring that team, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. That was a wonderful session. Amen. I don't mind that session going so long because people have been blessed. Amen. It's, uh, I love it. That was awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, are we blessed in the house today? Hallelujah. Uh, let's open our Bible to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 1. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I hope people are not still watching. We have someone to watch the children. They should come in. Amen. Let me see what's going on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1. Um, this afternoon, this short time, we are just going to be, Yandai, we need the doors again, just visiting the foundations of Christ. Praise God. Uh, ever so often, we need that doors again. We need to revisit, revisit, revisit. Amen. I know God will sometimes will expand us, show us everlasting life, you know, and, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, even in this hour, amen, uh, we're going to go back to the foundations of Christ. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. So the scriptures will be familiar, but the stature is not yet there fully. Otherwise, we will know. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to be visiting uh, those scriptures, elementary scriptures. Is it cold in here? Please increase it. Okay, I forgot to do that this morning. Yes. Amen. And you can time it too, also. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. How was your weeks? Oh, lovely. I know. I, I, know, I don't know why it's always like that. Why we don't have midweek meeting? You know, it's so long. You now feel like I've not seen everybody for like two years. Then the atmosphere will now be cold. Where we now gotta learn to do some worship, do some prayer, and just <laughs> get our soul. This is not like you need to be, it's like you need to be wetting it consistently. Amen. But it's okay, don't worry. I know we can't really, you know, people at this church, they have so many other things going on. We have to balance. Amen. And very, very, we have to use wisdom. Amen. Praise God. If, if the opportunity arose, we'll be doing midweek service every week. But we have to respect our environment. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, so I say Romans chapter 1. Amen. We are going to be visiting our foundation. These are foundations in here. These are foundations in Christ. Foundations in who? In Christ. Very, very important. Paul, the servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated, separated unto the gospel of God. I always thought that he meant the gospel of Christ here. Paul, this one was talking about everlasting life. Separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God. So he was Son of God. He started the fullness of Paul's ministry 
is not only the gospel of Christ, but also the gospel of God, which is everlasting life. Praise God. The last one, I don't know whether they call it gospel, eternal life, is also a gospel, but is the, I call it the, is the eating gospel. Praise God. So it says, and declare to be the Son of God with power, according, you see, this is how I confirmed it was everlasting life, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. From the, by the resurrection from the dead. According, the spirit of holiness is the spirit of judgment. That you receive the, the reference in Isaiah chapter 4. What does the spirit of holiness, what is its intention? Separation. Remember how it started? Called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. The gospel of everlasting life is the gospel of holiness. They call it righteousness unto holiness. That's Romans chapter 6, when it's explaining, because the gospel of Christ, which is the foundation of that gospel, we're going to see, that's what we're going to major on, is called righteousness revealed from faith to faith. Romans chapter 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. See that? I am not ashamed. Then he said, he said why did he, in the same chapter, he called one the gospel of God. Then in verse 16, he calls it the gospel of Christ. It is one leads to another. But you begin when you are when you are when you are enrolled into the school of doctrine of build up of growing up spiritually praise the name of the lord they enroll you first in the school of righteousness so that 16 will say for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek, verse 17, for therein, what does that therein is inside the gospel of Christ, inside the gospel of Christ is righteousness revealed. It must be revealed. It must be revealed. Righteousness revealed from faith to faith. For it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. So you will now see when we I know I know Reverend Helen talks on that Romans 6, chapter 6 a lot. Talks about righteousness unto holiness. Are you saying righteousness unto holiness? It means from Christ to everlasting life. From the gospel of Christ. It means it's separation to separation. Because righteousness is also a holiness. The Lord is the holy place, and then there's what? Then there's the most holy place. Meaning it's from holiness to holiness. Or from separation to separation. So in Mark, verse 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. You can never be separated unto the gospel of God if you have not yet first been separated by righteousness. Amen? Have not yet first been cultured by righteousness. So, why the word separation to separation? What are they separating you from? If you can understand the pendulum swing, you understand Christianity. If you can understand the pendulum swing, what have you understood? You understand Christianity. Okay. Understand? Please stand up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I can't 
as a pendulum from sand to me. No, I use sand because it is covered, it's a scent. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's going to act the role of save the flesh. Amen. Praise. Stand up. Now begin to walk out to us. You see that? That is us. Ever since we were from our mother's womb, that's you. Walking to flesh. What is that called? Separation. Me, I'm so God is seated, you know, here, right? So, where are you separating away from? From God. And what does God define that as? Death, you are dying. Okay, now, Tom, begin to come towards me. What is now going on? Living. Living. She's separating unto me. Ah. So, I will have to 
be shouting from here, day and night. Shouting from here, day and night. After a while, what is this foolish person you're talking about? I'm making out that. Then one day you did not start, you now start catching the confirmation. Please, can somebody testify here? Is that not how we all started in this world of righteousness? I know so. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Courage is being 
First Peter chapter 1 verse 9. Are we there? He says what? Receiving the end. So if there's an end, what does that tell you? There was a beginning. Who can tell me the beginning? Very simple now. New birth. Your, your and new birth, your faith was born. How do you put that that simple one? <laughs>
Praise God. So really, sorry to say it. Sorry. I'll just say it as it is. Really, unfortunately, majority, amen, for example, in our assemblies or in the body, are saved spirits, but unsaved souls. What did I say? Saved spirits for what? Unsaved. Is that a correct statement? Yes, Because how, how, where would you save your soul? Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of what? The soul. Of your soul. Yeah. And if I let's not own all God's. Are we reaching the end of your faith? No, that's right. Uh, so, what are we saying? So it's not as though don't think you are special. The only thing is that you don't they hear what it will help you. Save the soul. Praise God. You see this first Peter, all his journey was about that process of Christ's stone nature making for the saving of the soul. See verse 7. That the trial of your faith. You see that that's a faith that began. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire. That's the tried stone. Peter, Peter was started from. Let's see verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last. Who are kept by the power? What's the power of God? Gospel of Christ. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So, who are kept by the power of God? Then, after the after that elementary ministrations of Christ, of gospel of Christ, it will initiate into your life. What we call trials. The trial of it. For what purpose? To make you a tried stone. For I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, and then a what? A sure foundation. For he that believes shall not make his. It means it's a journey. Not so? Why would they say for he that delivered will not make case? It means this is not milk faith. When you believe today, you get it tomorrow. Even Papa Hagen knew it. That when it comes into the realm of wisdom and understanding, Papa Hagen knew it's not milk faith that you believe today and get tomorrow. Huh? Why did Papa Hagen try the faith for understanding that he did when somebody stole his trousers? That he was going to wear on Thursday to minister. He had washed trousers, he only had no them, he didn't have money. He only had one pair of soup trousers to wear to preach. So, meaning, if that trouser did not show up, he won't preach. So, somebody came to steal his trousers, he had pecked it. They came and stole it. He now had to use feet. That by this, by Thursday, maybe when he had to minister, they still will come back. What happened? The person brought it back. Why did he use that faith when he came to spirit of wisdom and understanding? That this same time tomorrow I understand all the Bible. <laughs> Why did he have to pray it out for six months? And he had to suspend all other prayer points. You don't know. We don't get what they did. Hagen said that the only thing he was praying for six months was this prayer. When somebody says the only thing I'm praying for six months is this prayer, it means I'm not praying anything else. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we see, you see, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So, then we will now understand faith to what? Faith to faith. So how does this journey of faith begin? Can somebody help me? How does this journey of faith begin? 
Amen. Righteousness revealed from faith to faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say Christ. Christ. Who is Christ? Christ is life. That's one. Two, Christ is righteousness. Huh? Christ is what? Is life. Then two, what is Christ? Christ is righteousness. Now what does that mean? It means righteousness is life. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I believe all of them have to walk. Amen. Righteousness is what? Is what? Is life. Amen. Amen. I, want to, I want to confirm it with this scripture. Let's sit down here. Praise God. Let's see Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Where's Daniel? It's not Satan. Ezekiel, okay. Yes, God. This is Daniel chapter 9 I'm looking for. Yes, Daniel chapter 9. I'll read from verse 23. I'll show something. Amen. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee. For thou art greatly beloved, therefore understand the matter, and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people, and upon thy holy city, to finish the transgression, and to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness. You know, once, once, one symbol of right everlasting life is that they judge iniquity. You love righteousness and hate iniquity. Also, Amen. I will understand the root of that thing to mean what? Departing from the living God. Praise God. Are you saying that? Departing. That was what we just described. Because departing from the living God means you are separating yourself away from Him. Whereas, when you are coming to everlasting life, you should be separating yourself unto God. Amen? Are we making sense? So, this everlasting righteousness here is what? Is everlasting life. I just want to point that to your attention to show you that what is righteousness? Righteousness is life. Oh my God. Yes. What is righteousness? Life. So when people ask, when you begin to say, what is life? I have the life of God. What is the life of God? The life of God is righteousness. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. And what, what is righteousness? Righteousness is the preaching of Christ. The what? The preaching of Christ. Does anyone have any question? Is this the making sense? I want to zero your attention. Are you seeing your lifeline? Your lifeline is hearing righteousness. Amen. I want to show another witness. Let's see for just another angle. This, this, this scriptures are awesome. 
Let's see Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13. For everyone that useth milk is what? Is unskillful. In the world of righteousness, what is a day? Do you know what that means? Anyone that uses milk is unskillful in living. You make errors in living out the life of God. Anyone that uses milk alone is unskillful in life. Are you seeing that? In the world of righteousness, what he is, what? A day. Now, see, what they call it here? World of righteousness. Not so? That's what Paul called it. Let's see what John called it. First John. First John chapter 1. I'm respecting foundations, am I not? Praise God. First John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard,
places. I hope I'm blessing you, please. <laughs> Which glory was to be done away? 
How shall not the administration of the Spirit, now, very carefully, see these words, how shall not, they are comparing the administration of death to another administration. So what's the first definition of this new administration? The administration of the Spirit. Definition number one, okay? Verse nine. For if the administration of glory or condemnation be glory, what's the administration of condemnation? The administration of death that was glorious. So now we have two definitions for the administration of death. One is administration of death. Then the second one is administration of condemnation. They are the same administration. They are using different wordings to define them. Then the other one is administration of the spirit. Well, actually, administration of the spirit, they already gave the first definition of it in verse 6. Who are also have made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. So what is the administration of the spirit? The administration of life. So definition number one, death, condemnation, definition number two. On the other hand, definition number one, administration of the spirit, the administration of life is the same thing. Now one more definition. For if the administration of condemnation be glory, much more does the administration of righteousness exceed in glory. So life is righteousness. If you have spirit, 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 spirit will come and enable you in righteousness. Praise God. Righteousness just means what is right in God's sight. And where would you find it out in the Bible? The Bible is a conglomerate of God's opinions. Just like your opinions. And in the everlasting of your opinion, they won't count. <laughs> Amen. Well, because everywhere you fetch your own opinion from that was not from God, you can only trace it to one other person. There's only one other person that you can trace it to. So that's why I say the everlasting way. The Bible is a conglomerate. The word of God is a conglomerate of what? Of the account of God's opinions. Amen. And it will take revelation to bust it open to you. And as it's being bust open to you, understanding is coming to you. That's just what I wanted to say today. I wanted to show you your life. Never trade your life for anything. And what is your life? Righteousness. The revelation of righteousness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love that song. I think because I know she can sing it for us. I found love. This is my life. I found love. This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Between the cherubim